0: You know, the, the history of the Underground Railroad and abolition existed in kind of two parts. One was the abolitionist movement, which was a very public movement. But then there's also the Underground Railroad, which was a more clandestine activity that couldn't be as well documented for the safety of, of its participants. So a lot of research that's being done by sites like the Bound House and, and other groups is is crucial for us today to get a better sense of, of what uh, what happened.
1: Good morning, this is Epicenter NYC. We connect our communities to news, information, and each other. I'm Andrea Pineda Salgado. Built in 1612, the Bauhaus in Flushing was home to generations of abolitionists. It was also a safe space in the Underground Railroad. To preserve this history, Queens residents founded the Boundhouse House Historical Society in 1945. They bought the house and opened it to the public as a museum. Today, the house is listed on the National Register of Historic Places and is a designated New York City landmark. It's become one of the few accessible abolition landmarks in the city. And later this month, we'll bring Epicenter members in for a tour in partnership with the Underground Railroad Consortium of New York State. URCNYS works to promote the state's role in the struggle to end slavery. Today, I talked to URCNYS program manager Sage Hazarika about the history and significance of the Brown House.
0: My name is Sage Hamilton Hazarika. I am a marketing consultant for the Underground Railroad Consortium, but I started out as a volunteer for them. They're a a nonprofit organization. Um, It's kind of like a a partnership association amongst about 30 different groups across New York State. They're pretty varied. They can either exist as heritage sites, research organizations, or programs that focus on the preservation of uh, Underground Railroad and abolition history. They all also happen to be part of a federal program called the Network to Freedom, which is kind of a classification system that the National Park Service organized to aid uh, abolition Underground Railroad history and recognize it in this country.
1: And can you tell me a little bit more about the Bound House and why it's so important?
0: The Bound House is a property in Queens that kind of represents a side of, I guess, the history of the Underground Railroad and abolition that is a little harder to come by in a city like New York, there was undoubtedly a lot of underground railroad activity in New York City, and you know the the abolitionist movement couldn't have existed without places like New York, but because of development, you know, just just the the nature of growth in in, in New York City, a lot of landmarks of abolition have either changed hands, uh, lost lost ownership by the families that were uh, involved, or just have have been raised for uh, for new development so um the bound house was a place that was owned by the same family more or less for about five generations maybe a, a couple hundred years and it tells a lot of stories from i guess the colonial development of new york city through through different movements like the abolition uh, movement and the underground railroad but um it's it's a really unique intersection of a story that in, includes the, the, the commerce of New York City, the changing cultures and ideals of a place like Queens, and it just uh, encompasses a lot of different stories. Uh, New York was a very interesting case because New York State was one of the earlier states to abolish slavery. That was in 1827, so um, a number of years before the Emancipation Proclamation. So New York State and New York City became a kind of haven for like um, free blacks. And also because of the international population that came to New York, it was just a um, a center for lots of ideas and cultures. But because of the characteristic of, of New York as an economic hub, there was still a lot of ties that New York's economy had to the slave trade and uh, and other parts of the country and globe that exploited slave labor. So um, New York, you know, had a lot of um, anti-slavery and pro-slavery forces operating within within its borders. So um, the Bown family was just a, another example of um, an, an established name in early New York history that. Um, had ties to economic activity, but also because of their um, Quaker faith they were they were part of a percentage of Quakers that were anti-slavery and and believed in the abolition of slavery that kind of paved the way for uh, a few generations of the family to um, to participate in an abolitionist activity and um, that played out in a number of different ways from a group called the, the New York Manumission Society that advocated for, um, you know, facilities for free black people in New York to actual, you know, boots on the ground, abolitionists and underground railroad assistance. And uh, it all happened within the town of Flushing.
1: And can you tell me a little bit more about what is an abolitionist landmark and why it is important for New Yorkers to learn about them?
0: Landmarks and locations that promote and preserve Underground Railroad history, they showcase the history of that time period and the movement in time a bunch of different ways, but they usually fall into two categories, either being heritage sites or programs. So programs can hold artifacts or conduct research, uh, but they might not necessarily... Be a place or a property or an address where, say, freedom seekers physically sought refuge. Now, a heritage site that is a um a, a little more rare, but they they exist. And the bound house, at least in the sense of of the property that the house was on, is confirmed to have assisted in um you know the, the safe passage of of freedom seekers through through new york perhaps to um other free states to to other countries but uh, for years the Bound house kind of existed as a site because of the um the known history of of the family but it actually um was not a part of the um national park service network to freedom until pretty recently because um research is ongoing you know the the history of the underground railroad abolition existed in kind of two parts one was the abolitionist movement which was a very public movement consisted of you know educators uh authors orators uh people like frederick Douglass, who were all part of public very public campaigns to um change public opinion about the evils of uh slavery and the slave trade but then there's also the Underground Railroad, which was a more clandestine activity that couldn't be as well documented for the safety of, of its participants. So a lot of research that's being done by sites like the Bound House and, and other groups is is crucial for us today to get a better sense of, of what uh, what happened. And uh, sometimes it leads to the discovery of of documents or um the revelation of you know oral traditions that help us tell the story more accurately of, um, of what participation in the Underground Railroad looked like.
1: And would you mind telling me what Epicenter members can expect in the event?
0: This is just a really good way to um, get an introduction to Underground Railroad history and what it might have looked like in New York City. So of of the members of the Underground Railroad Consortium of New York State, the Bound House is the only one that's currently in New York City. That's not to say that there aren't other abolition historic landmarks in New York City, but Bound House is one that uh, that our group has been working with, and they're open to the public and and have great resources and a fantastic staff and support organization in the um, Bound House Historical Society. And they are really excited to um, to share the story of the Bowden and Parsons family. And the fact that Epicenter is based in Queens, the same city as uh, as this landmark, makes a lot of connections between, I guess, human rights movements that have existed for hundreds of years and, and makes great connections between them. I mean, through the, the reporting that Epicenter does highlights... Issues of inequity that Queens residents and um, and Americans and um, asylum seekers are, are facing today, and there are ties to the the movement to uh, to end slavery and the Bound House in New York just shows how New Yorkers were active participants in um, in trying to to help people than just as people do today. So. This, uh, this tour will hopefully give a little bit of insight into what a progressive couple generations of a family in Queens uh, did then and that, can, that can tie to uh, how people can support movements of, of, of human rights and justice today. So this is uh, kind of an introductory tour and talk that hopefully inspires people to um, explore more Underground Railroad history uh, across the state.
1: Thank you so much once again um, for speaking with me.
0: Yeah, thanks for, thanks for inviting me. Uh, really excited to, uh, to to share this story and learn more about it with, uh, with the Epicenter community.
1: Sage will be leading Epicenter NYC members on a tour of the Bound House on Sunday, February twenty sixth. Afterwards, we'll head to the famous Temple Canteen for a South Indian lunch. Space is limited to the first 30 members that register, so make sure to sign up soon. And if you're not already an Epicenter member but want to participate, become a member today by clicking the link in our show notes. We're also offering some tickets to neighbors and friends to ensure our event is inclusive. For more ways to get involved in your community, visit us at epicenter-nyc.com. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. And thanks for supporting us as we do our best to support our community. We couldn't do it without you. And if you're not already a member, sign up today by using the link in our show notes. Our intro music is All the Pretty Horses by Karavika. You can find more of their music on their website linked to in our podcast
0: description.